There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I'm gay. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Welcome back. Ryan Kelly Morning After. 9 o'clock hour. Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. A half hour away and we're giving away tickets to Guns N' Roses for the prize for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. The Morning After at InsideSTL.com. Send your emails in. Uh, morning After at InsideSTL.com. If you're watching on YouTube, you see James Carlton here. Doug, look, it's James. He's right next to you. I saw him left. sitting over there. Hello, James. Good morning, Hi, guys. What's happening? Tell us about it. He's wearing his Mizzou shirt yeah, right there. I'm pretty fired up. Oh, I mean, they have 13 really? days from Selection Sunday. Yeah, and they have a good shot at getting a four seed and a double bye in the SEC, which How I'm sure will break down with Gabe. Yeah, yeah Colonel's going to tell us all about it. He's with us right now on the Steve Schmidt Key and North County phone lines. Morning, Colonel. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's the good word? Tell me about it. What's the good word? Uh, sounds like James covered it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. Uh, Colonel, uh, we'll start with the basketball game, but I do want to get your Sam Horn uh, takes because that seems the thing that everybody's talking about. But what a game in the sense that, hey, that, that looked like uh, it could be problems at the half and a completely different second half from Missouri uh, to wind up comfortably beating Georgia. Uh, your thoughts on what we saw as far as adjustments and uh, what Missouri did? Yeah, I mean, they were down at at one point, I think, seven, you know, and people were freaking out a little bit. And I thought, well, they they missed their first six threes. Georgia's shooting out of its mind. Uh, the fouls are lopsided. They're on the road, and they're only down seven points. Like, just play decent the last couple of minutes of the first half. You're in good shape. They made a nice 6-0 run to make it a one-point game at halftime. I thought at that point, I mean, they, they've got to feel pretty good. And – uh from the the 115 mark of the first half to the the like 110 mark of the second half, they outscored Georgia 51 18. Um, and, and I thought I wrote this morning. I thought that was a good sign because well, I mean it's a good sign to outscore anybody 51 18. But really good teams win games when they only play like half of them, right? I mean, how many times do you turn on a, a Kansas game and, and they're down 14 at half and? You're going, oh, I'm, I'm going to get my hopes up. And then it takes them like eight minutes and they catch up. You know, so if you're playing a team like Georgia, that, that they're all right. They're not terrible, but uh, they're not all that good either. Like, you don't even need 40 minutes. You just need a few. And you outplay them for those few. And, and you're in good shape and you move on. Yeah, and, and Georgia had been a good road uh, home team, rather. 13-2 and two at home with some big wins. So that, that's a nice win for the Tigers. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a good, solid win. I mean, it, it doesn't do a ton for you as far as the resume, and neither will these last two. But it's it would have been certainly a bad loss uh, to to go lose that game, or not a great loss. Uh, these last two would probably, I think, both qualify as bad losses if that happened. Dave Diarman brought to you by James Carlton, who is in studio with us right now. Uh, you write this, and I think this is an intriguing uh, position. They've got five quad one wins and no losses outside of quad one. The only other teams in college basketball that can say that are Alabama, Kansas, Texas, UCLA, and Baylor. That's it. There's only six of them. The other five are top two seeds. I'm not saying Missouri's a top two seed. The overall resume doesn't match the others listed, but it is a resume that's a hell of a lot better than what the computers say they are so that that I, I see what you're saying this is going to be intriguing as to where they wind up assuming that all hell doesn't break loose because they do have that caliber of resume with those quad one wins yeah i mean they've proven that they can beat teams in the tournament and they don't lose to teams that you know aren't good enough to be in the tournament which I, you know, that's that's not saying, obviously, that if they ended up in a 6-11 game that, that they couldn't get upset, but it would be probably their worst loss of the year if that happened. Um, it, I mean, the, the range is just so big. I can argue Missouri should be a 5, but I could see them being a 10 seed. And the computers, I, people are confused, and I'm a little bit confused when I look at some of these net rankings. I mean, why Arkansas is 20-some-odd spots above Missouri, I, I can't say I really understand, um, but I think it's it's a couple things. I mean, they let, especially early in the season, they let some bad teams just kind of hang around. Like, they beat SEMO and some of these teams by, like, eight in southern Indiana. They beat them by, you know, six, eight, ten points. I mean, the games were never in doubt, but they were also closer than – the final score was was closer than a, a lot of people were comfortable with. But the main reason is this. Missouri's defense is objectively not good. Like, they steal the ball at, like, the fourth best rate in the country or something like that. But if they don't steal the ball from you, you're scoring the vast majority of the time. Missouri's offense, I think, is ranked seventh in efficiency. The defense is down somewhere around 200. And so when when they balance that out, they say, well, this should be a team that's like 95th. Um, now, Missouri, again, the eye test and, and the results on the field or on the court have to count for something at some point, and they do. But the reason they are rated pretty low in these things is, is these things place a lot of importance on offensive and defensive efficiency in Missouri. It's, they're just not good defensively. I don't know any other way to put it. They're not a good defensive team. Gabe, good morning. It's James. Um, on the on the offensive side, I mean, they have so many upperclassmen that handle the ball and then can make big shots. And Nick Honor, my goodness, has he come alive here? And and I know Coach keeps asking him to shoot more, and I can see why. He's got a really good looking stroke and knocks down some really big shots. Golston's kind of a head scratcher because. I mean, he can look really, really bad, and obviously he's made some incredibly difficult shots. you got Kobe Brown, another upperclassman, Hodge, who has an outside chance of having the all-time school record. I mean, they have a lot of shooters to give you some promise uh, that can make big shots because, like Doug says, it usually comes down to who can make the last big shot in the tournament, and they got a lot of guys that have a lot of confidence and swagger. I mean, do you, do you give this team a certain allocation uh, percentage that they can make a Sweet 16 or even an Elite 8 run? 
I mean, look, they can make a Final Four if they get hot and, and have the right matchups. I mean, I, I really think this is a year. There's not a single team that I look at. I, I mean, usually in college basketball in the tournament, there's a team or two that you go, yeah, they're they're pretty safe money bet to make the Final Four, right? If they go out and play well four games in a row, they're, they're not going to get beat. I don't know that there's anybody. I, I mean, Kansas is beatable. Houston's beatable. Alabama lost by 29 at Oklahoma. They're they're beatable, especially with what's going on. So Missouri can make a Final Four. Flip side, Missouri can lose to any team in the field if the shots aren't going down. And Hodge is streaky. If his first, if he makes his first one or or one of his first two, it's going to be a good night. Uh, if he doesn't, he's he's capable of two for ten. You know, Nick Honor, I think, is really streaky. Uh, when when he gets hot, he can. He can shoot well enough to carry a team. Noah Carter has played well, uh, a lot better the last couple games. That's helpful. You know, Kobe, Kobe's been the most consistent shooter on this team all year. Golston is either – Golston and Sean East both are capable of winning you a game and capable of being so bad that they can't be on the floor. Um, they, they, they've both done both of those things just in the last week. So, um, yeah, it, the ceiling is very high for this team, and, and the floor is – they lose by 20 in the first round. Uh, Colonel, uh, I want to ask about Sam Horn. Spring football opening up tomorrow. Sam Horn left the Missouri baseball game on Saturday, pointing to his elbow. What can you tell us about that situation? Well, I can tell you that there is not, uh, so far as I know, and uh, I'm pretty sure Missouri doesn't know at this point, like there's not a diagnosis. I don't think they have performed an MRI or anything. I, I don't think they officially know what the injury is. Um, I would imagine that you guys all watch more baseball than I do. And by that, I mean you have watched a full game at some point in the last three years on any <laughs> level of baseball. Um, but I don't recall the last time I saw a pitcher voluntarily walk off the mound in the middle of a game pointing to his elbow, and it turned out to just be, oh, no big deal. He's fine. Yeah. Um, they generally know, right? And and Steve Beezer didn't sound incredibly optimistic about it. We'll talk to Drinkwitz this afternoon. We'll we'll be at the baseball game, talk to Steve Beezer tomorrow. Um, I don't know that they'll have an evaluation by then either, but I I think even best-case scenario, I think this means Sam Horn's not throwing a pass in spring football. I mean, we're 19 days away from Missouri spring football game. Uh, I I can't see a scenario where – they feel good enough about the arm that that he is throwing a ball uh, in that time frame, and that is uh, that's a pretty big deal. Would you also then say that he's likely not going to throw another baseball this season? I, I mean, I don't know uh, because you know I don't know what the what the variance of potential injuries could be. I mean, we all know what the worst case scenario is. The worst case scenario is he's having Tommy John surgery. And we're talking like, you know, maybe ready for spring football next year, um, and, and maybe not even a hundred percent then. Uh, but what's the what's the the least serious scenario? I don't really know. Maybe he just has a sore elbow and it's two three weeks. Um, look, this is kind of the deal Missouri made. Um, him being able to play baseball is one of the reasons he's here. I don't think he would be here had that not been an option. I think he would have been somewhere else that would let him play both. So I I think Missouri understood going in. Now, I think there's also a discussion to be had of 
while the guys who were pitching, who were going to be pitchers, were spending all offseason doing these baseball-specific drills and, and things like this, and Sam Horn was on the football field, was his arm ready to go out and throw 98? You know, for three innings right off the bat, I don't know. Uh, And I don't want that to sound accusatory because, like I said, I don't know, but at least a a question there. I mean, it's a tough situation. Um, But, hey, this this is the deal they made to get him. And, you know, when you got a kid out there throwing 98-mile-an-hour fastballs, the arm issues are always possible. That's Gabe DeArmond. Doug, it looks like you have another question. I I just wonder if if he was – really healthy and this turns out to be nothing uh what kind of chance would you give him to be the starting quarterback next year i mean i would think he is the favorite going into spring football had this injury not existed because i think he has been here longer than jake garcia brady cook is hurt and i'll just be honest everything leads me to believe it it's likely garcia or horn uh, to be the starter by the time you know September rolls around, um, but now Garcia probably takes every number one snap. Uh, you know Horn is. It, I, I don't know if, if I don't even know what the plan is right now. If he'll still be at practice and watch, or I, I would assume so. But but I don't know exactly how it's all going to be handled behind the scenes. But I would think, assuming he is mostly missing the actual reps in spring football, I, I don't know how that doesn't kind of set you back some there it is gabe DeArmond brought to you by james carlton colonel we appreciate it as always sir all right guys have a good one there's right, gabe DeArmond. powermazoo.com is where you can read more doug fight tiger you never hear quarterbacks needing tommy john surgery do you it's rare but rarely yeah, quarterbacks I also I pitchers. I yeah i just mean that that throwing mode as much as they throw in practice and as as often as they throw maximum effort throws something about that motion it yeah, doesn't seem different, to different more of a shoulder be a problem yeah. Does that surprise you that he said that he thought it was pretty much between Horn and uh, Garcia? Uh, just because of Cook's health. Just okay. I didn't know if it, you know because I thought he, he was just going to miss spring ball and he'd be fully ready for fall. Um, and I thought he'd have every chance to compete for the number one spot. Not that I'm not that I'm cheering for him to get the number one spot necessarily, but boy, that's kind of a that's kind of a tough tough thing to read if you're him that played ten games. You know, really banged up for your school, and now you're not even having a chance to compete yeah. for the number one spot. What's the main injury for insurance guys? Oh, uh, carpal tunnel. Carpal, t- carpal yeah. tunnel. That sounds Does that like put you out for a year? Or oh what? man, it can really knock you out. Yeah, <laughs> that really? keyboard. That'll get you. I am an Olympic caliber typer. Are you really? Oh, you yeah. type like the Dickens? Oh, TLTD. <laughs> That's the best class I took, and I don't even know if it was middle Thank school you. or high school. Yeah, it really was. I had the class great. I still yeah. use today. Mm-hmm. Very practical. <laughs> I could have used another class just like that to learn how to fix things. Oh my gosh! I'm the my wife is way more handy than I am because her dad is and my dad's yeah. not. You kind of learn from your dad, and I, I mean it's embarrassing. Like she can change outlets, I can't. Plowboy, uh, this one's sent to you. Uh, we will rally behind Tommy Locke and we will play good <laughs> football Locke. for the University of Missouri. <laughs> Plowboy, the Tigers are officially five and seven next year. That's from the three one four. I I think I don't get the Brady Cook slander. I I was there at the beginning of the yeah. year. I thought he looked lost. Once Drinkwitz stopped calling the plays, and I don't think Drink calling the plays again this no, year. No, now he's paying this guy a million bucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, oh, he, he had eight touchdowns, no picks, I think, in that run. I think he averaged 90 to 100 yards rushing. I, I don't get the Brady Cook slander, and I don't understand the Sam Horn hype because I've seen two passes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I, I guess I'm really confused why Jake Garcia would beat out Brady Cook. I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying Brady Cook is lights out. 
but what he did the last, the second half of the season warrants starting again. Or at if least he, especially if he was hurt ninety percent of the year, he still mm-hmm. did decent. I was a basher at the beginning of the year, but what he did, especially injured. With that play calling, I'm sorry, Drinkwitz is one of the worst play callers I've seen. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. He had somebody call the play it's for three vanilla. games, and Brady Cook looked like the best player in the SEC. Oh. So I, I think not having Brady Cook even sniffing at a starting job, while Sam Horn is hurt and Jake Garcia is, what, a Netflix series guy? You know, he played high school a few times. Cool. Look, you don't know what he has. Like, you have no idea. At least you know what you have with Brady Cook. Yeah, I, I guess the, the sizzle would be best if they named Sam Horn, right? I, I think that would get the most excitement Especially from coming the off a UCL potential tear. That's when you really name him the star. <laughs> yeah. Cook took him to a bowl game, and we go to bowls around here. That's right. You, That's right. James, we appreciate it as always. Sir. Thank you guys. so much. Have a great good one. James Carlton. He's my insurance agent. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If you are dealing with low energy or motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, fatigue, you're tired all the time, you're feeling anxious, feeling moody, check out Mentality today lowtusa.com go to lowtusa.com decrease mental acuity attention span and stress can cause focus issues on even the most simple tasks belly fat feeling bloated and a lack of lean muscle and tone that used to be easy to get rid of or maintain well that is where mentality can help testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore their ability to perform normally at all levels Compete at work and sports like you did years ago with Mentality. Go to LowTUSA.com and work with Mentality. I have been out there. Great people. Easy process. In and out within 15, 20 minutes. It's Mentality. LowTUSA.com. Jackson, can you tell me about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wall Strategies? Well, I'll just kind of repeat what Doug always says. He's the great communicator. I've yeah, never that's said right, that. Doug. I've never said that. I've said that of Ronald Reagan. But I, I've heard you say it about Mark. You, you like said whispers. it after Steve Spagnuolo and Billy Devaney at a press conference. I didn't say it for yeah. them either. I yeah. thought those two guys looked like they were playing fantasy football. That's the Mount Rushmore of communicators. Ronald Reagan, Devaney and Spags, oh, and Mark Hanna. And uh, I work with Mark Hanna, and it's because, you know, he sets you up like, you know, I'm this age, I'm making this much. Some people just give you a cookie-cutter plan. It's not what Mark Hanna does. He learns about you, your individual goals, where you want to be in the next 10, 15 years, and he makes a plan for you. And then if you have to adjust or change anything, or if you have any questions, you can get in touch with Mark. What sets him, as, sets him apart is how he conveys that message to you. That's why Doug so often references him as the great communicator. I don't really. And I couldn't agree done. anymore. So if you don't have anybody, I'd suggest working with Mark Hanna. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreens. It's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and welcome aboard to Longo Biggs, new sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. When you are injured, it is a confusing process, and what Longo Biggs, injury law will do is they'll take the hassle out of your hands. All you got to do is go to LongoBiggs.com. What they like to say to differentiate themselves from everybody else, number one, they are local, uh, born in South City, born in South County. And on top of that, they make sure, because they're local, that they are involved. You will get to know your attorneys, and they will actually handle your case. And you go, well, where else would they be handling my cases differently? Well, they're going to hand it off to somebody uh, who's uh, brand new and then try to get a settlement at these big law firms. That's not the way it is with CD and with Doug at Longo Biggs. You'll get to personally know them, and since they're local, their reputation is of the greatest importance to them. I've gotten to know them myself. They're friendly, 
down-to-earth guys. Giant out-of-state law firms do not care about their reputation in the community, but they do at Longo Biggs. They accept all personal injury cases, but they focus on car accidents, trucking accidents, and catastrophic injuries, and they make the entire process easy for the client. If you are hurt, you need to do what's best for you and for your family. Go to longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. Let me do it again. Okay, if you would. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. Longo Biggs, the choice of a lawyer, is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. And think about that. We're coming up on the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day in which we are giving away tickets to Guns N' Roses for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day prize the morning after at InsideSTL.com. You'd think maybe some of the legends will come out for today's Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day with this kind of prize on the line. But we'll see. We do have breaking cardinal news, though. What? Uh, John Denton, friend of Balloon Party, is reporting Paul DeYoung is suffering from arm fatigue, and he will uh, have to take a couple days off. Well, that's, he's that's do- okay. He's I doing a couple th- days of light throwing, and then we'll ramp up to throwing again per Ali Marmol this morning. He was throwing free and easy earlier in camp. He was. And, he's going to be DHing free and, and easy today yeah. against the Mets. He showed up in the best shape of his life. And then his arm got tired. Well... Dead Why are we signing again? all those autographs? I don't know. That happens. Why risk it at this point? Yeah, you need your starting shortstop. <clears throat> well, Mason Wynn looked pretty good yesterday. Who? No, nah, he, he'll he be up here at 26. He had a couple of hits. A couple years. DeYoung. Oh. Trust me. When you have a good 2019, that lasts until 2025. Oh, it really, it does. I'm telling you. Look at Tyler O'Neill. It does in terms of a contract. Tyler O'Neill's 40? Well, he's going to be 40 trying to get back to the 2020. (laughs) Oh, he's only 20 something now. Yeah. Isn't he like late 20s now? You hear that a lot. Oh, look what he did three or four years ago. Not look what he's done since, but no. Uh, this one's from Little Tommy Tribbins. He claimed the best texter of the year in 2022 at the year-end awards. And he says, hey, Tim, just tuning in. Have you guys covered the lads yet? I'm positively chuffed at how brilliantly they looked on the pitch Saturday night. Cheeky little tally by Klaus late in the tilt. Stop it. I've got my kit cleaned and iron. We'll be sleeping in it until the home opener. Cheers. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. Okay, I didn't like the I didn't know. Talk. I just thought he lived like an Olivet, but apparently... No, that's what I like to see. He lives He lives across the pond, but comes in for Does the... He? Yeah, ever since the Rams played there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Was yeah. excited for the game until that text. The amount of tourists that we have received from London after that Rams game is... It's just incredible. You can't go anywhere without hearing an English accent and people saying, go Rams, remembering that game. We're basically the sister country of England. I agree with that. It feels like it. Sister city of London, you mean. Right, yeah. Would that be... Yeah. yeah. So that's a tough one. Yeah. Thank you for correcting mm-hmm. myself. We didn't get in time. Well, exciting times, for sure. Yeah, we used to have a legitimate club here. What are you trying to say? Well, the Rams were the real deal there for a while. Funny, somebody comes in from London, and they're staying at like a Marriott, and they tour the Arch, and then they go, well, what do we do now? Mm -hmm. Car got stolen when we toured the Arch. Where do we go? Get some (laughs) T-Rabs. Yeah, they go get toasted ravioli, bro. Did Learn fall down, Iggy? Yeah, and then mm-hmm. James didn't know how to put him off, or didn't, and so he lightly like laid her on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> kind of funny. My friend Rita is at the arch right now. Oh, cut that off. <laughs> that was a thumbtack. I think he just knocked. major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. 
Isn't that the Canoe? I deep tease this main high school oh, yes. playoff game. Okay, yeah, oh, I'd like to hear yeah, it. Take a, take a listen here. All right. It's fun with audio. 20 seconds left. And they have to go into the big men here, you would think. <laughs> to the corner, Campbell, that's three. Oh, he knocks it down! Scott's lead! The one thing you cannot do. 13 seconds left. Davies on the drive. Davies all the way. What a and, and the foul. Oh, doctor. <laughs> Davies, the free throw. Got it. The lead is two. 8.8. Campbell. Still it's Campbell. Campbell all the way. Contested. Bouchard. It's in. And one. And one. Elliot Bouchard may have just sent his Scots to the regional final. One shot. This is huge. <laughs> to win it. For the Bonnie Eagle Scots. And he's done it! 1.3 to go. Baseball pass. Davies has one, has a chance. That's good. Oh, doctor. Are you kidding me? Will Davies. They're going to count it. First Bonnie game. Eagle says it shouldn't have counted. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. He did play-by-play for both teams. <laughs> he was excited for both clubs. I mean, I don't know who he's rooting for. That oh, was an amazing doctor. for one. <laughs> he let go doctor. Yes. That was, that was an amazing sequence. Also, the guy, was the ball was in his hand for like a whole second. A whole and, second. Then, and then he got it off and they counted it. You can Still hear terrible. it like it, the buzzer sounding off as he's like turning to shoot. Like yeah, it, it was, was not even way close. Late. It was way the late. got into it. And so it counted it. and the other team won. The last team that yeah, had it won. Yeah, it definitely yeah. shouldn't the, have counted. But and yeah, that was his team or? No, he was just calling it for probably main high school athletics. I like the commentary where the, where the guy's shooting a free throw with a game tie with one second left, and the analyst says, this is huge. <laughs> this is huge. That's the equivalent of me saying hello. Didn't he say we got to get to the big man when you mean inside, and then he threw it outside, and he hit a, told you. Hit a three, yeah. <laughs> Guys, those were some nice little radio calls. I know what happened. I was excited. All of the things. Take some notes, Zamboner. That's oh. from Brian Henschen. This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. save this one. Yeah. Stuff. That was kind of the theme of the basketball weekend. Mm-hmm. Buzzer beers galore. Doug, a magical weekend in college basketball. Yeah. You talk about the tournament. Yeah. I saw. I watched a bit of Wisconsin-Michigan. Wisconsin oh had God. that. <laughs> they had that game won with a second would, to go. Michigan inbounded, hit a three-pointer, and then won in overtime. Michigan State, Iowa, Arizona State, Arizona, Florida oh, State, Miami. Sixty-footer, oh. Arizona State against oh, yeah. Arizona. Sixty-footer, <laughs> they are number seven in the country against their arch rival. And Lute Olson doesn't cact- know how to respond. Cactus Classic, baby. <laughs> and then Woot Olson. The, the hands just Woot Olson. <laughs> lowercase W two zeros, and then a lowercase T. Woot Olson. I hope you people on the YouTube can watch Tim's hands. I mean, it's Vitale. <laughs> I hope they have him on. Selection Sunday because he will be oh, just absolutely oh, flabbergasted that a school we've never he? ho- ho- heard of did not make it into the tournament. Oh, he's going to be despondent. FAU is going to get disrespected. Win 26 games. And Chickas- Sorry, time is out. And Chickasaw County's not in. How do you look them in the eyes? 27 wins. They did what they had to do. Chickasaw's got to be upset. Who? Ladies and gentlemen, we're giving away Guns N' Roses tickets. Oh. It's time for the Design Air Eating and Cooling email of the day. Okay, this is huge. Wow, this is huge. This is huge. Boy, Jackson, there's a lot in here. Well, you know, we got a great prize, and I yeah. want to give people the opportunity. Did you filter out the nasty ones? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
pretty rough weekend. My aunt was all drunk and mouthing off to my cousins about how Tim wasn't perfect. So I called her a stupid... I don't know if I can say this. Probably not. Anyway, 30 years later, it was going to be a little awkward. I didn't completely cause my buddy Jimmy's parents to get divorced, but I'm guessing my sleeping with his dad didn't help. (laughs) Probably not. As I walked into the reunion, it was like I was in a flashback. Jimmy was the spitting image of his dad, and all those emotions and erections took control of my body. He grabbed my hand and surprised the heck out of me. Hey, man, I'm not mad. In fact, I'm here to get what my dad got 30 years ago. With that, he dropped to his knees and treated my man like a Slurpee every darn drip. That's from Bud. Then he's got a middle name of N, and then his last name is Jackson. Bud... In injection, Frenchman. <laughs> What's a bud injection? Clip that off. <laughs> B-U-D? <laughs> well, some people like some things. He doesn't like a whole lot of things. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> I tried to keep track of everything he didn't like today. He didn't like Joey Zamboni and kept calling him Zamboni. He doesn't like the Cardinal roster. He doesn't like accurate forecasts that say it'll be 62 degrees and he thinks it might snow. Friday. He doesn't like the listeners. He doesn't like the texters. He doesn't like not getting followers for a singer because only 10 people saw the tweet. He doesn't like going into the city, yet he did it twice yesterday. He doesn't like part-time co-workers. And I'm just going out on a limb here, but I think it's just say, safe to say he doesn't like most of the emails today, including this one. That's from Brad and Brad's in Boca. Brad in Boca. Well, not a lot of that was true. But... <laughs> Morning, guys. I never thought something as simple as the most exciting soccer game in the history of mankind would have had me questioning my sexuality. I enjoyed the greatest night of my life on Saturday at a local soccer hotspot where the citywide flows like water and the handsome fans are packed in like sardines. City's big win was unlike anything I'd ever felt. My endorphins were pumping, my pulse racing, and with the bar crowd at a fever pitch, I didn't know what to do with myself. That's when I locked eyes with him, a tall glass of water with lip foliage that would make Freddie Mercury jealous in a distressed denim vest two sizes too small. We made haste to the bar's pungent powder room with linoleum tile, the color of my grandpa's toenails. Mm. Much like Austin's back four, there wasn't much I was doing to stop him from scoring. He made quick work of deflowering my pristine manhole, keeping the pressure on as he maintained possession of my hindquarters. Ah. I was wildly impressed with how well he was able to pump my Bowflex at the highest setting. Okay. Finally, I erupted with a gleeful shout, Post Malone, that's your winner! As I collapsed in ecstasy, he handed me a scarf of city red to wipe off the new mess we had made. Oh. I think it's become pretty clear that this will be my new favorite spot for taking in a soccer match and a whole lot more. With love, that's from Suckboy Tony of Soulard. Gosh. <laughs> like, this is the filtered file, right? Or is it the Come infilter? on, Jackson. Suckboy Tony of Soulard. He's new. Miller show me a lot more today. <laughs> sup, boys. Do- sup, dogs. Barking. Warehouses. Secret. Where with weather. Mixed bag. PGA stroking. Live. Lesbians. Iggy. Influencer. Plowsy. Front office. Doug. Sexy. Tim. Almighty. Me. Super Randy. Sniff it. Lip it. Dip it. Get it. Got it. Flock it. Flocky the oh. Smurf. Flocky the Smurf. His pulsating colon was the epitome of inviting, like an old friend inviting you over for some afternoon tea. But this warm seepage was better than an early Ugh. than any Earl Grey that had ever touched mine lips. Mm. He had eaten a full serving of fruity pebbles, which lent itself to the septic sweetness that would his Don't say his septic sweetness. <laughs> I shall dream now. Dream of that winking brown eye making my life better. His oh. hole makes me whole. That's uh, from Danny Tanner. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Danny Tanner. 
Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but has anyone else noticed when Iggy takes shrapnel after giving an awful take on a topic he knows nothing about towards the end of a segment, he sprints out of the studio to smoke as quickly as possible. And when he feels good about his performance, he just sits there and takes a couple of strides. It would be great if Chadwick came out of the woodwork to win GNR tickets every day this week for his preppy kids. Of course, Iggy is completely oblivious that the email or formerly known as Chadwick did win tickets to a movie premiere several days last week and somehow isn't leading the email or the month standings <laughs> because he writes in is a different name each day. I'm not for sure what Plowsy would need to do in order to mix up the weekend programming on Sinbad Radio, but it rings hollow when he talks about how he tries not to use any segments that have played in the last seven days when the bulk of Saturday and Sunday programming are segments from the last seven days. Well, again, those were out of my control. Sure they are. Suck it. Ah, let him have it. <laughs> Get on with it. No. You want to see some Bush? I like how Iggy Facebook Live, the first song to the Bush concert to an audience of his Facebook friends, none of whom took him up on his free extra ticket. Hey everybody, this is what you're missing out on by forcing me to attend this show by myself. Unless you count the super fan, I provided free tickets, then went backstage while I went home and ate some park steaks. I'm glad Iggy was able to give Devorah some exposure with his tweet that only 10 people viewed, and I can't wait for her to be featured on Iggy's radio show that blends classic rock with attractive female artists half Iggy's age. That's from Buck Swole. Oh, nice little email, Buck. Buck Swope. <laughs> Mike is off like 80% of the I know. One of my segments is a female artist of the week, and oh. I told Devorah that if I get this show, you'll be my first artist. Why not a male artist? <laughs> well, they're almost all male, so I put one female in there. Oh. Good morning. Whittlebean Percy Orthwine Jr., contributing editor for the Daily Fan Page.uk. <laughs> Thanks for taking my email. <laughs> Doug, there's a site called the Daily Fan Page.uk. Uh, apparently so, yeah. <laughs> As you know, the people are angry. How do you answer the critics taking to Periscope this morning for the much anticipated town hall meeting to discuss the station promo that airs between segments stating, tune into the Pepper and Genie show airing live each Monday morning, or each morning Monday through Friday, immediately following TMA. We don't know what it is, but we know it's stupid, despite being four months since Pepper and Genie last broke down their quick and easy tips for blending this year's Halloween decorations with the inexpensive tiki torches mm. surrounding a shared communal slab of concrete, and perhaps the most controversial episode of Pepper and Genie entitled, We Don't Know What This Audio Is, We Didn't Listen, probably a replay, might be about dreams, you filthy little camper boy. Oh. <laughs> that comes from thanks, she'll be home in about 30 minutes, so if you plan on masturbating with us, please hurry, skip the line by downloading the app. Once you're logged in, be sure to answer the two security polls we currently have scrolling across the top like banner ads on stltoday.com. Number one, have you ever been turned on by a customer service rep? And number two, what's the better vacation destination? <laughs> Columbia, Missouri, or the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? And Doug, that's what we that's have. His name? Those were two real those were two real polls we put up on the app. <laughs> middle of the ocean. It wasn't the middle. He was being ambiguous or his, oh, embellishing. His name, his name was longer than email. Oh, yeah. God almighty. And that's what we have uh, the design air heating and cooling email. Today. I thought I thought Buck Swope had a nice little email. <laughs> no, come on. But in this case, I'm gonna go with Flocky the Smurf. I, I enjoyed his rat a tat tat delivery. I didn't even have him down. Uh, it was going to be uh, Suckboy Tony. <laughs> it's got to be Suckboy Tony. I mean, color of my grandpa's toenails. Um, I'm going to go with the last one. She'll be home in 30 minutes and whatever else is after that. Uh, boy, I feel like we got a lot of great choices for these Guns N' Roses tickets, and I want to make sure I deliver. 
I think I think Buck Swope was the best. I vote for the best. I think Buck Swope was the best. Oh, wide open Paul Hawk, Speaker of the House. It was hey, all lies. Swope, None of it was lie, wrong. Man. Yeah, I told you about the. Yeah, screw it. Ain't Buck Swope. It's the last one. I'll go with Iggy. There it is. reunion parties. Have fun in GNR. GNR, congratulations to thanks. She'll be home in about 30 minutes, so if you plan on masturbating with us, please hurry. That's what you voted for? Yeah, rather that than Buck Swope. The name you know, was... I did see Swope at the Slough game. What up, Swope? It just was a lie. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. You were in the green jacket, Plowhawk. Oh, no, he was wearing a blue. The oh, same wow. style Billikens, jacket, Billikens. but a blue, yeah. yeah. Kind of supporting the Ryder oh. Cup. I, I had Suck Boy Tony, but the last guy nailed it. Congratulations. <laughs> That's an occupation to be suck boy Tony from Soulard. I don't know, but keep. I think it's, it's a great name. I think it's Kevin Miller, but keep. It's uh, not. It's not. All right, we'll keep emailing in suck boy Tony. That was pretty good. Uh, congratulations to if you're going to be masturbating with us <laughs> yeah, in 20 block. minutes. I have it down as thanks. She'll be home in 30 minutes, so hurry up with the masturbating. Uh, speaking of that, we're going to go down the hallway. And we're going to get it. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford with us at 10.15. It's Balloon Party, uh, driven by Munganess St. Louis. Acura coming your way. Time for us to shut it down for the Plowhawk, for Action Jacks, for Kenneth Aggie Strove, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Owen-Bond. It's been Ryan Kelly, morning after, from the Michelob Ultra Studios.